Welcome back to another edition of the OG Live Wire here on the Goat District. Uh, this is uh, wild. We got Thanksgiving week. The season is coming to an end shortly. We only have a couple more weeks of waivers, uh, and this is an important one. Big, big week in the district. District, you know the Pope listens. Dynasty, our religion, for the blokes missing on all of these trades, on all of these plays, on all of these grades. By the end of the day, y'all getting played. So, what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex. Send the homie a text. That trash offers the best. You try to make it complex. Then they text you back. Now, all of a sudden, they don't make any sense. <laughs> Broaden your horizons, boy. Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy. These trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be trading. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Fish. So getting back at it, uh, I feel like it's been nonstop soccer for me uh, this week with the, the World Cup starting. Uh, I'm a big U.S. men's national team fan. Uh, before I had kids, I used to go to their games a lot. I am an American Outlaw member, um, but most of most of the time now it's uh, it's just at home on my couch watching them. But I really enjoyed the World Cup. It's been good and uh, looking forward to the big game on Friday against England. But uh, we got important business here. We got week 12. It feels like the season just flew by, and you know, for some of you, it's the last week of waivers or the last two weeks of waivers. Uh, for some some other people, it, you could your waivers are going to continue through the playoffs. So every format's different, uh, but hopefully, we're here to help. Uh, this was a, a big week for for guys that you may have scooped on the waiver wire, uh, making a big impact for your for your fantasy teams. Uh, you know, guys, we've talked about before Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, both shined on Thursday night. Uh, hopefully you had those guys, you know, you hopefully you had Watson in your lineup. Burks, I had in a few lineups, but it wasn't because like I had, you know, the biggest hopes for him and, and predicted the breakout. It was because I really needed somebody and uh, he made a little bit more sense than some of the other options. So I was kind of fortunate for that game. Um, Marcus Mariota had a really big game. That's a guy that you know, we talked about a lot at the beginning of the season. Now he's over our ownership threshold, so we really can't use him. Um, but he he was still impactful. Uh, you know, you saw Darius Slayton and Wandell Robinson uh, pour one out for Wandell Robinson. But we saw them both, uh, you know, have good fantasy performances in the Giants' loss. Uh, you, you know, you go down the list, There's there was a bunch of these games. Latavius Murray, a guy we talked about where, you know, on this show we preferred him to Mike Boone. And that is looking like a good prediction. I think the injury helped, but Lat Murray, if you have him, uh, that's a guy that you know we're going to talk about a little later today. But you're very pleased having him, um, you know, down the down the the stretch run here. Uh, and then we also have Sky Moore, a guy we've talked about, you know, finally get on the field and, and look very good. Uh, so this this week you have the triple header on Thursday. It's going to be awesome. You know, you get to see Minnesota. You get to see Dallas. 
You get to see Detroit early against Buffalo. Hopefully that is a 42 to, let's say 42 to 27 type game where we get a ton of points. There would be nothing better than starting off off Thanksgiving Day right. Uh, You know, how about a Stephon Diggs smash game, a Josh Allen smash game, Amon Ross St. Brown smash game. Uh, For all you Jamal Williams stands out there, you know, I think he'll probably fall in the end zone. The guy's just unbelievable how many touchdowns he's getting. Uh, But we really like to see that. And then the uh, Giants-Dallas game is the game I'm most excited for. I live on Long Island. I am not a Giants fan, but football is just a little bit better around here when the New York teams are doing well. And this is almost a must-win game for the Giants. They lose Wandell Robinson. They lost to the the Lions. Uh, They've got a a big, big task um, on their hands against Dallas. But if if they lose this one, uh, the the season could really get away from them because the rest of the schedule is, is very, very difficult. Um, shout out in the chat. We've got a Harry Snowman in the chat. We've got Jason Van Buren, ML, uh, Jose Pena. Jose Pena, how frustrating is it to be a Swift uh, owner this year? It's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I think uh, not a lot of uh, Deuce, Deuce Daly fans in fantasy football this year uh, for the way the Lions operate that running back room. Um, shout out ML. No on, no on Burks, in my opinion, passed it. Do you think Burks, Burks could sustain this production is what Harry Snowman said. So I'll take the bullish view on Burks. I don't think he can, can sustain, you know, the 20 points that he he had this past week. But I do think he's a wide receiver three moving forward. And a number of a number of teams out there could really, really use him. So we're going to get to him. Um, but we don't have any bye weeks to deal with, which is always a very fortunate thing. It's like the NFL gives you a little bit of a gift Thanksgiving week. Uh, We do have two bye weeks in week 13. So Carolina and Arizona are both going to be off next week. Uh, For for Kyler Murray managers, it looks like he's going to miss this week. And, you know, they're going to get him right through the bye. Um, But, you know, you have James Conner. You have DeAndre Hopkins, who's just been smashing. You know, Hollywood Brown should be back this week. And then he's going to probably miss uh, on the bye. Rondell Moore took a knock. So there's a lot of guys in Arizona to kind of keep an eye on. Then you've got week 14, which is just by Mageddon. It's just awful. Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indianapolis, New Orleans, and Washington are all on buys. The timing is just horrendous. We've had back-to-back years where week 14, um, you're going to have no Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it's it's brutal for FFPC players, and it's it's just tough for anybody, but FFPC players that you really really feel these week fourteen buys, uh, those are difficult ones to deal with. Um, but let's get after it. Um, and a, a quick a quick uh, shout out. Tomorrow evening we rarely record on Wednesdays, but this week we got a great guest. Uh, you have the dynasty trade deadline for FFPC leagues, and a number of other formats have their trade deadline for dynasty leagues. This Sunday, usually it's uh, around you know Sunday before the game start is the deadline. Uh, we have Scott Connor coming on DLF football. Um, he's uh, also Destination Debbie, one of the best dynasty minds uh, in the entire country, and also a tremendous high stakes player himself. So tune in tomorrow night. Uh, we'll have a full house goat district show with Scott Connor in the house to kind of help you out with your dynasty trade deadline. Uh, if you're a dynasty player, uh, give it a give a listen to this past Friday. Uh, Austin R. Martin uh, made his way into the district. That was just tremendous. But let's get after it. Let's talk about this week's waiver wire options. Uh, so you have at the quarterback position, um, the article I did for Player Profiler, I included Colt McCoy as a low-end super flex option. Uh, 
that's one I wish I could could uh, could change. But the other guy I had in there was Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett and Pittsburgh showed signs of life this past weekend. They put up 30 points. Uh, Pickett passed for 265 and a touchdown. Uh, we saw him also the game before rush for 51 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think he's going to have a nice finish to the season. Not a guy that I would be happy about cramming in my lineups uh, for single QB, but he's a guy that I'd feel comfortable in Superflex. Uh, a couple of streamers this week. Ryan Tannehill, he has a game um, against the Cincinnati Bengals. That game seems like a sneaky shootout. Tannehill's playing uh, a lot better. Traylon Burks is coming on. He found Austin Hooper for two touchdowns. We know about the running game with Derrick Henry. Uh, you get a little bit of Dontrell Hilliard out of that backfield. And you also have, you know, the veteran wide receivers who are, are playing a, a little bit better in Robert Woods and uh, Westbrook Akine. So Tannehill would be kind of my preferred streamer. Some leagues he won't be available, but if he is available, uh, he's an interesting one. And then we should have the final start for Jacoby Brissett. Uh, so Brissett, he had over 300 yards passing this past week. He's available in a lot of leagues. He's interesting. Check your waiver wire. I know I have one home league where Geno Smith was cut. So Seattle was on a bye. Teams get, you know, weird situations when they're on bye and Geno Smith was cut. So go ahead and check your waiver wire. Make sure that he wasn't cut on, on his bye week. He'd be one that I would be very interested in picking up. I don't anticipate he'll be available in a lot of leagues, but he was on a bye. So he's worth checking on. Uh, you can also check on Jared Goff. They're going to have a very high total game against Buffalo. The Buffalo defense should get after him, but depending on your ne your needs and super flex, I mean, that game could have a lot of points on the board. It is in Detroit. Detroit doesn't quit, so that'll be interesting. And then, you know, we're anticipating Deshaun Watson week uh, is going to be against Houston uh, in week 13, which is is pretty crazy that we're, we're already there. Uh, I don't anticipate that he's going to be available anywhere, but I think he's worth talking about. He's a guy that I would I would try to get in my lineup that first game against Houston. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen the first game. Uh, he's a guy that I'm very bullish on. Um, so that kind of does it for the quarterbacks. It's tough to pick up quarterbacks. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of teams have already been rostering two, but I would go ahead and check on Tannehill, check on Kenny Pickett, um, and if you need a streamer this week, Brissett is interesting. The running back position is actually very interesting this week um, in terms of guys we can add. You have Samaje Piran, who had a, a, a ridiculous three-touchdown game this past week uh, for Cincinnati in the win over Pittsburgh. He's a guy where I think it's going to be a one-week absence for Joe Mixon, but Piran would be a guy that I would have as a, as a solid RB2, uh, a low-end RB2, but somewhere around like RB20 range based on his ability to catch the football. The Tennessee defense is tough. But I think that P. Ryan will catch enough passes that he'll be a, a very useful player. So if I really needed to win this week, P. Ryan would be a guy I would go for. Uh, Latavius Murray is not going to be available in too many um, NFFC, FFPC type leagues, but he's worth checking on. Some people just tried, wanted to get away from that Denver backfield just because of how crowded it was. Uh, so Lat Murray would be one I would be interested in. I know he's available in like 20-something. Uh, he's only rostered in 20-something percent of Yahoo leagues. So if you're in a home league, Latavius Murray might be on your waiver wire. I think he's somewhere like a high-end RB3 moving forward. Uh, and I think that he's got uh, RB2 potential. He looks good. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna use him a, a great deal. And he caught four passes this past week as well. So I would check on Lat Murray. 
One guy who I think is very exciting, who I've talked about on the show a number of times, is James Cook. Uh, Cook had his best game of the season um, in Detroit this past week against Cleveland. He had 11 carries for 86 yards. He also saw two targets. He ripped off a 29-yard rush. He's a guy that I've been a fan of, um, kind of to my detriment in the GOAT district, where this summer some of the other GOATs didn't like James Cook as much as I did as a prospect. Uh, and certainly in, in the dynasty circles, he was a guy that I was a little more bullish on. But I think he's I think he's good. Um, we love the Buffalo offense. He has multiple paths here where if Devin Singletary misses time, you know, Cook's value takes off. But I think there's also a chance that they try to increase his role based on strong play. He's he looked good. And uh the fact they gave him 11 carries is a good sign. Uh Devin Singletary is playing very, very well. So he's not a guy that we can trust every week. But I do think if you're in a real jam this week. Maybe you have some injured guys. Maybe you need, you're looking for a spark. James Cook in the flex on Thanksgiving Day. It's a short week. It's a game that we think Buffalo should be in very positive game strips and they should have a lead on Detroit. I could see James Cook giving us another double digit fantasy uh, points week. Uh, and for some people listening to this, that might be good enough to, uh, to st- put in their flex. So James Cook's an interesting guy for this week. Uh, Keontae Ingram, um, he's the, 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 Let's talk about how we should fill our rosters. We want to have handcuff running backs on, on our rosters. Um, I think that this time of year, it becomes even more apparent. Every week you see some attrition. So a couple guys here, uh, Keontae Ingram is the handcuff in Arizona. Treston Ebner is the handcuff in Chicago. Dontrell Hilliard is similar to a Samaje Pirine. He's a the handcuff plus. Uh, Matt Breida. He's the handcuff to to uh, Saquon Barkley and Jamichael Hasty, who probably got cut during the the bye week. Those guys are all ones that we should consider adding. If you are in a deep format and you're trying to chase the Denver RB two job now that Chase Edmonds is injured and Melvin Gordon has been waived, I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go. There, there's some people that are on Marlon Mack. There's some people that are on Mike Boone. If you want to chase one of them, just bid a dollar for each and, and hope that your, your league mates don't go for it. You know, bid bid a very low amount on each and and end up with one and see which way it goes. I, I think that it's up in the air who gets the kind of the work behind Latavius Murray. Um, so that's, that's one where I wouldn't go nuts for, but they're both kind of viable. Uh, and then I'll just bring up Justin Jackson because he's seeing work in Detroit, which is weird. Um, that they're playing all three running backs, but that is just the where we where we're at. Uh, we've seen DeAndre Swift miss some time before, um, and Justin Jackson he looks all right. So I'll, I'll bring him up. Going to get to the the chat real quick. The chat is is lit. Um, so I want to get to some of these. Shout out to my man Jason Van Buren. I know Jason's enjoying the uh, the Dutch national team. That's his that's his squad. Um, shout out to Todd Schoenfeld. Uh, thank you, Todd. I appreciate the kind words. Um, 1912 fantasy good to see you as always uh yeah it's good and then uh we'll bring up uh, also oh my man mark wink my my man mark winnaker is in the chat big time nffc player he's asking would you grab the mac um or speculate on boone so yeah mark i think it's i think it's up in the air um you know like i said i think there's people on both sides of this coin i would just want the cheaper one i don't have too much I don't have too much hope for either returning fantasy value, but again, Latavius Murray is very old. 
when it comes to NFL running backs. So it's worth worth taking a shot. I prefer Mike Boone as a player, but you know, re- relying on rational coaching uh, with Nathaniel Hackett is not something I, I want to get into. That could be an entire show. Um, and then getting back to it, the wide receiver position is 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 really exciting this week. Jamison Williams. Um, well, I'll I'll back it up. Traylon Burks is one guy that I wrote about in my waiver wire article. A lot of the people that are uh, listening into this show play high stakes formats where Traylon Burks has never been available to you. Even when he was on, you know, the IR, he wasn't available to you. Even when he wasn't scoring, he wasn't available to you. So, you know, we don't want to want to dumb down the show, but I do know that Traylon Burks is available in like 80% of Yahoo leagues, which is just wild. And hopefully it's a lesson learned to kind of home leaguers that, you don't want to cut these kind of guys because once it happens, it really, really happens. So Traylon Burks, if I'm in a home league and he's available to me, you can't take take Fab with you. Uh, like we saw with Christian Watson, it's it's worth going, you know, with a big, big bid on the chance that it really does happen. And I do feel confident that Traylon Burks is a wide receiver three moving forward, and I think he could be a wide receiver two. I believe in the talent. He was a top twenty pick in the NFL draft. Um, you're talking about a big, strong, 225-pound wide receiver who creates matchup problems when they put him in the right spots. And it seems like Tennessee is really trying to use him. They targeted him on the first play, the off- first first offensive play of the game. They targeted Traylon Burks over the top. So I think that was a really good sign. Uh, he had six targets and then eight targets his last two games. So, you know, if he's going to see somewhere in that range of targets, I think he's he's a pretty safe play and he does have upside based on his talent. I think the ends, the uh, touchdowns could could come. Uh, behind him would be Jamison Williams, who's a guy that we were really excited about in the GOAT district this summer. He's a guy that I have a great deal amount of in Dynasty, and I've like held on to Jamison Williams shares. I will not trade them for anything, um, kind of stubbornly holding on to them because I think he's a stud. Uh, I think that what he does really matches up what Detroit um, will do with him. Uh, he's an explosive, fast, dynamic player. Uh, I compared him favorably to Jalen Waddle, which I think sounds kind of nuts because I think Waddle is one of the best wide receivers in the, in the league. But Jamison Williams, if you watch the reaction the Detroit uh, staff had when they drafted him, it was kind of like watching uh, Minnesota when they drafted Justin Jefferson. They were really, really excited that Jamison Williams lasted to them. Uh, they took him when he was injured, knowing that he was going to miss the beginning of the season. So for them to get Jamison Williams here, I would love for him to make his debut on Thanksgiving Day. I think it would be super exciting. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's gone. They don't have a tight end that's demanding targets. They're not using DeAndre Swift as a target hog out of the backfield. It is the Amon Ross St. Brown show in Detroit. But if you think that Josh Reynolds and players like him have had success in this offense, Khalif Raymond has had multiple games over 70 yards in this offense. Jamison Williams, if he's out there and he's playing a full load, is going to be fantasy success. Now, how successful? I'm not sure, but I think it's safe that we could call him an immediate wide receiver four uh, with that could could make his way into a weekly wide receiver three. So he's a guy that I want to be ahead of my league mates. I'm not sure he's going to play on Thanksgiving. It would be super exciting if he does, but if he doesn't, I don't think they'd bring him back to practice just to get him practice reps. He's going to be on the field soon enough. Uh, he's an exciting guy and and one that I would prioritize unless you needed the win this week. 
he'd be a guy I would prioritize. Um, Odell Beckham, we'll bring him up again. Um, he's It would make a lot of sense for the New York Giants to go get him, especially with Wondell Robinson going down and them needing wins and needing a wide receiver. Um, I don't want to speculate to where he goes, but I think wherever Odell signs, I think he'll have a weekly role. Sky Moore uh, had his best game of the season. You saw Kadarius Toney. It was a very, very frustrating night for Kadarius Toney managers. Um, he exited the game with a hamstring injury. Sky Moore sees his, sees his most usage of the entire season. He catches five balls for 63 yards, six targets. Uh, he's another guy kind of like Jamison Williams. If I'm in really good shape, I want to prioritize Sky Moore. If we find out that Juju's out, Tony's out, um, then you can maybe use him this week. I wouldn't feel fantastic about it. That game only has a 44-point total. Uh, they're playing the Rams. The Rams might not score enough to make that game uh, too fantasy friendly. That game could end up being something like 30 to 30 to 10. Uh, I think it's going to be really ugly. Um, and I'm not sure how much Sky Moore will, will be used, but he's a very exciting player. He's a second round draft pick. Um, if I'm looking for an upside play this week, I would play him. Another Kansas City wide receiver who's playing nearly every snap is Justin Watson. He caught three passes for 67 yards. I was able to add him in the Saturday waivers in a few like NFFC, FFPC leagues. Uh, he made it through the first run and I added him, you know, real cheap, which was good. Um, I'm happy I did that because I think he'll go for a little more in leagues. He's he's available this week. It's kind of like what we wanted from Marquez Valdez Scantling. There was like Mark MVS stands this summer. Uh, that's kind of what we're getting in Watson. He, he's, he's a fast wide receiver. He'll play on the outside and he's on the field a lot. With with Patrick Mahomes, all it takes is one big one. Um, so if you're looking for kind of an every down player for Kansas City, Watson is that. He's he's under the radar. We have to talk about Demarcus Robinson. Uh, Demarcus Robinson is fantasy viable, as wild as it is. Baltimore is so beat up at wide receiver. You know, we have Bateman done for the year. Uh, Devin Duvernay was completely phased out this past week. He had one target. Demarcus Robinson, who's like a 28-year-old journeyman, uh, he was cut this year in the preseason uh, from the Raiders, ends up in Baltimore, and now he's had two of his last three games were impactful fantasy games. Uh, this past week he had, the I think it's a, either the highest yardage total or the second highest yardage total of his career. Uh, he had 128 yards receiving. He now has two games with eight or more targets in his last three. Uh, he's like the only Baltimore wide receiver who saw anything this past week. Uh, so the other uh, wide receivers are just, you know, getting their cardio in. Robinson's actually getting targets. So he's interesting. I mean, I think realistically, he's he's kind of a low-end wide receiver three this week, at least a high-end wide receiver four. Uh, so he's a valuable guy in some of these deeper formats. Mac Hollins, uh, he had uh, another decent game. He had caught six passes for 52 yards. He now has five games on the season with six targets or more. He's playing almost every down for Las Vegas, opposite of Devontae Adams. Uh, I think that, you know, his he had about 10 or 11 PPR points. I think somewhere in that 9 to 11 uh, PPR point range is about right for him. And we've seen him have a few big games this year. But I think just based on the way the target allocation is going in Las Vegas, uh, he's in, you know, in, in NFFC, FFWC, Matt Collins should be rostered uh, in home leagues and FFPC. I mean, based on how deep the league is and also, you know, how how many wide receivers are available. He's an, he's an interesting player. Um, obviously not a high ceiling guy, but he does have a floor. 
Another guy who's going to have a weekly floor moving forward is Jarvis Landry. Landry caught a – he had six targets last week in his first game back, which was a reassuring sign. This past week he, he had only four against a tough Rams defense, um, but he caught a touchdown pass. So I think Landry's heading in, the, in a positive direction. Uh, they play Tampa Bay and San Francisco the next two weeks where having a low ADOC guy like Landry I think is going to help. Um, Because the offense is going to have tough, they're tough matchups against Tampa Bay and San Francisco, no doubt about that. Anybody who saw San Francisco defense last night against Colt McCoy, I mean, San Francisco defense got to be licking their chops a little bit against Andy Dalton. Um, For deeper league players, I'll throw out Kendall Hinton, who filled in for Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler's also out. Uh, Hinton had caught three balls for 57 yards. Uh, You'll remember in the COVID era, era, Hinton had that one game where he had to play quarterback. it was it was one of the ugliest games ever. Uh, thankfully, we don't have to deal with all the uh, the guys missing for COVID anymore. Um, but Hinton, you have to know your roster. I wouldn't be that excited to add him, but we can't ignore an every down wide receiver in certain formats. Richie James is interesting to me. Again, he could get dusted this week if Odell Beckham signs, but Richie James should fill into the Wandell Robinson um, role. We saw Richie James have a couple of games early in the season where he was okay. This past week, he caught three balls. Uh, for 48 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he should see a, a, a decent-sized role kind of moving forward. Uh, Shout-out to Harry Snowman. DJ Shark was back last week. Um, not sure, you know, what to expect from him. He was a guy that I was bullish on in the preseason. Uh, he caught a, a touchdown the first week of the year, and I felt like I was super sharp for drafting him. And then he struggled with injuries. But if it doesn't work out with Jamison Williams, DJ Shark's an interesting one as well. Um, I don't think we, there's any other uh, wide receivers to go over, really. I'll bring up Greg Dortch. We saw him last night. If Rondell Moore – I'm not sure if Rondell Moore is going to miss time. I know it was a groin injury. They pulled him out of the game. The game is in was in Mexico City. Uh, and then also, you know, I don't think they want to take too many chances with him because the bye week's coming up. I would bet that he doesn't play this week, but I don't know. So Greg Dortch, if you're looking for like a quick, you know, bi-week fill-in, Dortch could catch a few passes. Uh, Rondell Moore has been on an absolute heater. There's also the fact that Hollywood Brown could come back this week, which would kind of make Dortch not as appealing. But again, hopefully we have a little bit more information uh, by later this afternoon uh, regarding Hollywood. Uh, and then the, the tight end position, um, Trey McBride. It was a terrible performance for the Arizona offense, but Trey McBride is the tight end there. Um, He's a guy that I have a lot of in Dynasty. I believe in his talent. I think he'll be okay to end the season. Uh, But again, last night's game, you know, we'll we'll give a a fantasy mulligan just because San Francisco just steamrolled Arizona. Uh, That game was not very close. I think Trey McBride, when we get a healthy Kyler Murray back, will be a little bit more indicator of kind of where he's at. Um, I think he will get cut from some teams. Um, um, so he's a guy you might want to pick up. He's, he's interesting. He caught a lot of balls in college. He had like 90 catches his last year, at Colorado state. Uh, but the tight end that I think is the clear tight end to add this week is Logan Thomas. I'll preface that with Juwan Johnson has been playing great. He's available in some leagues, but I'm going to assume Juwan Johnson is rostered, uh, especially in most of the high stakes formats, but Logan Thomas came back. He had five catches for 65 yards uh, it's his best game in a while. Uh, I think he's a guy that I would prioritize this week. This is a Ron Rivera favorite. We've seen him have fantasy success in the past. I think he's a high-end tight end two moving forward. 
Uh, I think that there's a chance he could be a clear tight end one. There's also kind of a not a whole lot of distinction between like the tight end, the high end tight end twos with the back end tight end ones. But we'll put him kind of in that in that group where I think he's a fantasy starter for a lot of teams right now. I think if you lost, you know, Kyle Pitts, you lost Dallas Goddard, you lost a lot of guys. I mean, people are scrambling for tight end. And Logan Thomas is a guy that has has had tremendous fantasy success. Um, not a whole lot of seasons of it, but you know that his best fantasy years were with Washington. Uh, he's a guy that we were confidently drafting, and he's dealt with injuries of late. But you, but he had that the season was 2020 where I think he had 70 something receptions um, and maybe a half a dozen touchdowns. So we've seen him do it, um, and I think he could be a big player for Washington down the stretch. Austin Hooper had two touchdown catches this past week. Uh, I'm never a huge Austin Hooper fan, but he is playing better. Um, he had four targets only, and two of them turned into touchdowns, so we don't want to chase touchdowns. But depending on your tight end situation, Austin Hooper might be a guy that could help you. Um, I think that's about it for the for the tight end spot. Uh, again, thank you to everybody tuning in in the chat. Uh, this, was, this was really fun. Good luck to you in waivers. This is the week you really want to be meticulous and go through it. it. You get fatigued this time of year, especially a lot of people who are maintaining multiple multiple fantasy teams. I know I am uh, a little mentally exhausted having all these teams, but this is the week you really want to get after it. You want to sift through, be meticulous. Uh, the playoff pushes are coming on, and a month from now, it's going to be a, a lot less work on Tuesdays and Wednesday evenings. So just sift through. There's every league has a guy that you're like, whoa, I didn't know this guy would be available. Uh, you know, one good way to do it is to search the the ownership percentage. So if I'm in an NFFC, uh, you know, free agents or, or FFPC, I just click on the the little uh, ownership percentage. You can also do it by points. Any way that you want to see a guy that that might be surprisingly available, I would just check on that this week. Uh, this was a great show. I really appreciate everybody tuning in. And I hope that you guys all make your playoffs. Let's make a real push this week. Again, tomorrow evening will be Scott Connor. Anybody who plays Dynasty and really anybody who just wants to listen to somebody super sharp, Scott is really sharp. And we're gonna he's going to be bringing it tomorrow night in the district. Uh, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, if you missed tomorrow night's show, have a great Thanksgiving with your families. Uh, enjoy the games on Thursday. Nothing better than that. And uh, thanks for tuning in.